beautiful. Welcome to Stepping into the Light. This is Julia from juliatreat.com, your host. I have an amazing podcast coming up for you. But first, a quick announcement. Calling all angel ambassadors, I want to invite you to the family. Your transformation can be easy, love. You really can soar above the chaos. Our angelic family is growing and we would love to connect with you. I'll be your guide as you navigate through your amazing transformation into the new and beautiful you. We'll hang with the angels, clear our spaces, cleanse our auras, build angel portals, and remain steadfast in the light. We'll meet twice per week live, face-to-face, with our angelic siblings, where I will deliver channeled messages, divine guidance, and transformational exercises and meditations. Everything will be recorded and posted in the private members area, so you will always have access. Come and join my Angel Ambassadors private group. We are thriving, not just surviving. Come and soar above the chaos. It really can be easy. I'll help you release the past and remain in the light. Come and hang out with me and your angelic family live twice per week. I can't wait to see your beautiful face. Get in now for just $33. You can cancel at any time. Just click the link in the podcast description or go to juliatreat.com and click on the button at the top of the page, join my monthly membership. You can cancel anytime by emailing my team at info at juliatreat.com. Now, on to this week's podcast. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host from juliatreat.com. I hope that what I have to share today will help you on your journey. So we're going to talk about what's happening all around the world. There are two timelines playing out right now, and it's really important that first we recognize which timeline we are involved in or creating or calling in. So the two timelines are one of love and peace and joy, contentment, and the other is fear, anger, resentment, doubt. Now I'm not here to tell you that one is right and one is wrong. I'm just here to help you maybe navigate through the shifts that are happening all around the world. Now, I would encourage you to stick with this podcast, whatever I bring up, because it's so important that we not pull the the covers over our head and, you know, pretend that nothing's happening because that that is not um, growing spiritually. And so what my job is today is to help you understand how powerful your light is, no matter what 
darkness comes your way. And I have several stories and, and examples of things happening for me and even for some of my clients that I want to share so you can understand how powerful you truly are. So these two timelines playing out, let's just, let's just start at, um, I'm going to say the beginning, <laughs> the beginning of when this darkness began. And there are so many channelers channeling different things and about different beings. And they are channeling what they receive. Okay, so I'm going to talk today about the darkness that I call draconian energy. Again, if you can hang with me, instead of saying, oops, that scares me, I'm going to turn this off. I'm going to help you today. I'm going to help you to grow into your power so that even hearing that word or that system doesn't even phase you. Now, if you've listened to some of my podcasts, you may have come across the podcast or one of them where I talk about the draconian energy that I have experienced, that I have, you know, that has come across my path. And again, I know the angels did that, you know, allowed me to see what was possible because that truly is one of those things I had to see it to believe it. I would have never believed because, you know, I was in the space of just everything's love and light, and it is, but there's some darkness going on. I would have never believed that was possible that a human could be controlled by a draconian in any way. That would have, there's, there's no way I would have ever believed that for real. And I'm one of these people like, you got to believe it to see it. Well, I had to see that to believe it. <laughs> so um, my first experience, now again, the angels were showing me what's possible, but this was all to help me grow even stronger and brighter and more powerful to where, and I'm going to say this, I would welcome any of them to come across my path now because I know my job is to transcend everything of lower energy to light. But when you're navigating through that and you're like, wait a minute, this is really strange and uh, I don't know, it's kind of freaky. For instance, the first time I ever in encountered a draconian was in, um, it was like a, it was a craft beer house, craft brew house, I don't know what you call them, and Michael and I were sitting there, we're having some, some beers and food, and two, you know, we're just talking away, and two gentlemen sit beside us, and, um, you know, I hear them talking about property, they're from, I think, New Jersey or something, looking for property in the mountains of Pennsylvania, and the gentleman's talking. They're talking loud enough, like I can hear them, but they also are kind of turning our way like they're kind of, I don't know, want us to hear it? I'm not sure. Well, it's going to make sense in a second. And so, you know, I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. You know, where does the property, what does it look like? And he was describing the property. And I said, wow, that, I'm not going to get the words exact, but it was something like, you know, wow, that reminds me of, you know, the retreat that I am manifesting for the children here. And I talked about how, it would be to help them remember or remain in their connection with divinity and with the angels and with um, the earth and, you know, all this stuff. And the gentleman next to me, he, I, at one point I said all this, something along those lines, 
and he was facing away from me, he turned to look at me, and his eyes were completely black, including the whites of his eyes. And he said, don't you dare tell the children that. Now, that was my first experience with anything like that. And I, I was like, what? I had never heard about that. I didn't know anything about that. Um, so it threw me so much that I actually got out of my chair. I was in shock. I'd never seen anyone's eyes do that. I was in shock. I went into the restroom. I just got up, went in the restroom. I didn't say anything to Michael. I just got up, went in there. I was in there for like a half hour. I, there were tears coming down. I think because it just shook me so much that I, and I was like, you know, I was shook so much I didn't even say, angel, show me what this. I was just like processing what the hell just happened. So get myself together. I come out. You know, Michael's looking at me. He doesn't, by the way, God love him. This has happened in the past where I just get up and go into a restroom and I'm in there for a very long time. <laughs> he, just, he just waits. <laughs> and um, so I come out. We're not done with drinks, food. I said, pay the bill. We're leaving right now. And so Mike asked for the bill. And the guys next to me, uh, you know, are like, wait, we were going to buy you a beer. We're going to get you a beer. And I was like, and I looked at the man next to me. And I said, don't you ever speak to me again. Now, here's the thing that I know now. He had no clue what happened because he was a channel at that moment for that message. So here I'm, you know, telling this, and his eyes weren't black anymore. He's, I'm telling him, don't you ever speak to me again. And he's like, what the, what did I do? Like, and we paid the bill and went and walked out. And now over the years, you know, that was a couple of years ago. Now I understand these, these messages, will, they'll channel through these beings, but the humans won't know that that's what just happened. They won't have a clue what just happened. So uh, then, you know, I was, I was, I've been thinking recently, I remembered a time when I worked with a healer. And, you know, every time she worked on me, it was like angels and, and Archangel Michael has this message and blah, 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 you know, all the things that made sense to me. And then I don't know what happened. And I don't know that it has anything to do with Machu Picchu, but all I know is from that point, she went to Machu Picchu on a trip and she came back and she worked on me again. Now, I'm not saying it happened when she went there. That's just the big thing that happened in between the time. She, um, I, I made a, an appointment with her and she worked on me. And at the end of the session, which I felt great, she looked at me and her eyes were black. And she said, Archangel Michael is lying to you. You've got to stop listening to him. And I was like, Shh, out the door, uh, never contacted her again. Then I was working with a young woman who had, she didn't know why. She just knew she was supposed to work with me. It's one of those things where I just know I'm supposed to. I think she had been told by a, a medium or channeler a year later that she would actually meet someone named, I think she actually was my whole name, Julia or Julia Treat, which I, that, She's, that's like the third person I've ever heard. And not to say there's any reason why that was, but she was told that, and then a year later, somehow I think she stumbled upon my podcast or it started out of the blue. I also hear that, that that happens to some people. And so, you know, we started working together, just, just kind of like a, a weekly reading session or mentoring. It wasn't helping her step into her skills. She wasn't really interested in that. That wasn't what we talked about. It was more just moving through life, and, and um, she was in a very, she had been accepted to a very um, prestigious PhD school, which 
amounted to a lot of stress, by the way. She ended up starting, I could, you know, over the weeks, I'm like, wow, she's really starting to, you could tell it's getting to her. She's not sleeping well. Um, just, you could just tell. So one day, okay, so she, we, we met weekly. And I could see her kind of like going, just getting so exhausted and scattered. And, um, you know, I do everything I could in our sessions to help her get grounded, like do the things that we need to do to help her get through this. Well, then there's like three weeks, she just disappears. And I don't hear from her. We don't schedule, we, nothing's scheduled now, and I don't hear from her. And she reached out and finally and said, you know, let's meet. So we did. And I noticed something different about her, just different. She looked different, there's different demeanor. And I'm not gonna go through all the details because that would take a long time. But I watched or I witnessed her channeling different beings from different dimensions, um, sometimes five different beings in one session, an hour session or two, two hour, hour and a half or whatever. I mean, she, she channeled one being. I said, well, what if we, because I, at the time, I didn't, I didn't even know what was happening. She said, I just feel like I'm, you know, I can channel things now. And I said, okay, well, why don't we, why don't we practice that? Like, you know, she would say certain things. She would, what happened? She'd actually morph. Her whole body and her face would change. It would look like she was, like, I guess they call it shape-shifting. I just, that just popped in my head. I've heard it called, I've heard something called shape-shifting. I think that's what she was doing. And so the first uh, being she, she channeled, she was talking, and I said, how about if we do this, and I'll ask you questions so we can see where you're, who you're, where you're channeling from. And so the first one was, uh, she channeled a bunch of things, and I said, well, where are you from? And she was like, Zeta? I'm like, Zeta? So I didn't even know what that was. So I'm like, I'm Googling Zeta while she's still doing her thing, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's like the initial um, ETs, I think, the initial ones were, I guess, from Zeta. Now, I am not an expert in this, okay? And when this was happening, I'm like, whoa, I'm just, gonna, I'm just here to learn. Again, this all happened for me so I could understand what was happening because I was in this whole love and light zone. That could never happen because we're all love and light. But as Ascension has progressed and I have done the shadow work and I have released so many beliefs and programs and the veil has been lifted completely, I can see everything so clearly. So as our time together continued over the next few, she actually said, I want to be working with you daily now. And I'm like, okay. So we started working with daily. We did the contract. She paid me and we said, all right, we're working daily. Well, as we were working together and she was channeling different beings, I mean, she was even channeling one of the children from one of the past lives where I witnessed, like I was mentoring and teaching them. And she was one of the children that they actually took away from me and put in a building and set the building on fire. And I was forced to stand there and listen to them screaming. Like they, they tried everything to shut me down, right? Everything. They will try everything to shut us down. Now, this is not a I have to have my armor up now because they're after me. That's not what this is about. So please know this is not a fear-based podcast or lesson. This is, I'm going to, you got to hear me out. Just listen to the entire podcast to hear how this shifts. When you shift out of the fear, because that's what they want you to be in. That's how they control is through the fear. So 
she's channeling. Um, okay, so she channeled that little girl and really screaming. Like she was literally in it. And I was like, oh my God. I knew when she started going into that lifetime, I knew where she was going. I'm like, oh Jesus, no. Like I've seen that and it was horrific. And oh my God, I had to work with my mentor through that, that past life and many others. Any and all past lives where I had children or I was mentoring and teaching children, they were tortured and or killed or whatever to make, they were trying to get me to stop doing that. So one reason I believe I do not have children this lifetime, physical children, it's like um, I won't even bring any kids in now because you can't even do that to them now. So really, past lives will fuck us up if we don't understand what really is the core of what's happening with us. So one time she's channeling, and she went, like, it, as she progressed, she was just channeling different beings. And some of them, I don't know where they were from, but it was totally a different personality, demeanor, um, even speed, um, dialect. Some were, it was just bizarre and fascinating. Well, one time she was channeling and then next thing you know, she goes to the back of the room. Like she would like sit different places for each being. And then she, and again, she's shape-shifting her face and her body is doing weird things. And she looks like, it's almost like a face looks like it's in pain as it's changing to the next thing. And so she was sitting in her back of the room. She kind of moved to the back of the room. Stone cold face sat there. She did not blink for several minutes and her eyes were black. And I was like, I know who this is for sure. She did not say anything. She spoke no words. She stared at me with black eyes, and she didn't blink. And this went on for several minutes. I began calling out her name and telling her to come back. You need to come back now. And still, Stone Cold did not move, didn't blink eyes. Eyes were black. And she did the sign for, like, cutting your head off with her hand. She did that, and she pointed at me with no expression. And I'm like, holy shit, what is this? This is crazy. Well, I turned up the heat. I started yelling and said, I'm going to hang up. I'm, I'm closing this session down if you don't come back right now. Bye. I'm, I'm logging off. And then you could see her shape shift out, and it was her again. Most bizarre thing I've ever experienced, but thank God I did. Because that was pivotal for me. Number one, I know it's possible. I know that's possible now. So we ended up parting ways because I couldn't, I didn't feel like I could help her. I tried to help her shift away from all of that and release it, and I couldn't. And I had to just, with many things, right? We, we're being, we're being uh, forced. We have to release what we need to release. And so um, separated from that and learned so much from that. So as I continued on my own ascension process, I do call it ascension. Um, some people don't. Some channelers do. I call it ascending because my body is shifting and ascending to match my light, my, uh, light being. My body is becoming the light body. So I would tune in with the angels and, you know, tell them or ask them. Oh, by the way, before I forget, I was looking back at pictures because I started 
creating YouTube videos and sharing pictures that I have that I've not shared anywhere, really. I mean, not to the extent that I'm getting ready to. And a lot of times when I was working with this young lady that morphed into all those beings, it was so interesting. I started realizing sometimes, and I'm going to share these pictures on YouTube, sometimes the, the screen, so I'd have these rainbow beams coming in my face from this window beside my, my desk where my office is. I mean, it's really on my deck here. And sometimes it would morph so much into rainbow colors on the screen that you couldn't even see my face. And she and I would just be laughing. I mean, it was this high vibrate. It was so, it was just hilarious. Like, it just makes you, when you're in that highest vibe, it just, you just want to laugh. And then I realized as I'm combing through pictures, there's several where we're doing a session together, and there is literally a silver, indigo, blue, and purple, what looks like a sword in front of my face on the screen. I have no doubt Archangel Michael was just like, boom, we're protecting you from, this, from whatever's happened. This, this, and I have that in so many pictures where the sword, I, it looks like a sword to me, where it showed up. And so you understand, this wasn't something that wasn't supposed to happen. This was supposed to happen so that I could learn, but I was being protected through the whole thing because I am constantly in tune with the angels. I don't do this alone, and that's the thing. She was doing it alone. When I mentioned calling in the angels or Jesus, and that was deaf, she's like, uh-uh, I don't even know what that, what? I don't even know why I would do that. And that was another kind of, I'm going to say a little red flag for me, that if I'm working with someone and they don't want to connect with angels or Jesus, then that would, that's a red not a red flag like they're wrong, just a red flag that I now I understand what I might be dealing with. So, yeah, I was uh, totally protected as I was going through this learning experience, like this spiritual school. And I have since sent so much love and gratitude to her, thanking her for whatever she signed up to do or being the one that would come and teach me so much more about what is possible. Because otherwise, I would have been like floating on some cloud in like la-la land when we really do need to be aware of what's happening, but that does not mean we need to step into the fear of what's happening. So, with everything happening around the world, and by the way, when all this happened and I started seeing the black eyes, I did get the name Draconian when I tuned in and said, what is this? And I had to look it up because I didn't even know what it was. Then, of course, universe, angels, my guides, they bring things in front of me. There's a man who claimed to see uh, someone's eyes turn black in the, it's either in the 60s, I think, and he was, like, he's, I can't remember his name right now. You might know who he is, but um, he's very well known, but he was ridiculed for being crazy. And I do believe he might have been the first one to re, you know, kind of report or talk about that happening. Um, and, you know, other things channels would come across my feed or something, and it would be about draconian energy. I'm like, okay, thank you. Like, I'm learning. Well, with everything happening around the world, I just want you to see if you can put this together, right? That, um, you know, they're not calling it draconian laws for nothing. Okay, that's what they're calling them. That's what they're called, these draconian laws. Interesting, right? And what I have received, which again is what I have received, what anyone else receives is what they receive. When I have been shown that there was a time, a long, many millennials, millennials, that's just going to use that word, many, many millennials ago, where there were 
somehow something shifted and there was a portal that opened where these draconians could come into this energy, into this beautiful planet Earth. They found a way here. Now, all right, if you're starting to feel anything weird, just say, all right, Archangel Michael, remove this fear. If I'm feeling icky or weird, just remove it. I, I want to learn so that I can grow into my power and know that these beings could never affect me. They have been affecting us for so many lifetimes, but as the veils have been lifted and the light codes are coming in, their power is being disseminated. Again, these are words just popping out of my mouth. Disseminated. The, their power is just being disseminated. And they are freaking out. Freaking out. Because they've had power for so long. But they no longer have it. And many souls have risen or... Um, broke free, broken free from the, um, you know, the, the cords of that darker energy hanging onto them. And many are making their way through it. When you hear the words shadow work, dark night of the soul, those kind of things, this is what I'm talking about. This is the draconian. Uh, now that's the beings that I have been introduced to, like what's happening. So if any other beings are, are in it, I don't know right now because this is what I have received. So that's the shadow work, is discovering what I'm still afraid of, what I fear, what I'm angry about, what I'm resentful about. And they are all about divide and conquer. If we can keep you in anger, fear, sadness, guilt, shame, we have you. And as soon as another soul ascends to love, joy, peace, tranquility, oh shit, there's another one. There's another one gone. Now, there are draconian, there's draconian energy here, but there are so many light beings that are here as well that you just maybe can't perceive or see helping us that aren't in human form. They're helping so many. So let me give you some examples of, so I work with a uh, beautiful light worker right now who is moving through her own transcendence. Her husband left this physical world a couple of years ago. I call it, you know, taking off the costume. He decided I'm not human in, in human form. I'm going to go be this. We can be anything. We can be anything we want. And he left his physical body that no longer served him. And I met her somehow, I think, again, the podcast came across her feet or something. Um, but we've been working together for almost six months. I mentor, and, and I mentor only a few people at, at a time. And it's usually a six-month to a year um, gig. So if you ever want to look into that, um, you know, just email me at julia at julietreat.com. You do need to be prepared for the financial commitment. But just letting you know, if you ever want to, you can reach out. So we started working together, and over time, it's just been amazing as she's reported things that have happened for her and her, her boys, her three boys. She has three boys. And I asked her if I could share the story of what happened recently during one of our sessions. So there's always, and she said, you know, she gave me permission. 
So she's always felt this darker energy in the basement. She also has one of her sons who has issues with, um, I think it's his closet, or with lights being out or something like that. Again, when I'm in these mentoring or these giving readings or working with someone, I am in that as a, as a channeler, a beacon of light. You know, I'm channeling things, and I don't remember a lot that's said. So I'm going to get as close as I can. But, um, yeah, there were still issues with that. And so just like my the people in my monthly membership, I'm taking them to places to get them into their power where they know that I can do this and this dissipates this darkness or that I can uh, manifest this or that everything comes easily and just shows up for me. So with her, you know, she's in that as well, but I just take her take it a little further when we're one-on-one. -on -one. So I said, all right, because she wanted to know what it was and what she needed to do. Well, I'm all about empowerment, so I want to teach her how to tune into that and get her own messages. And so I said, okay, let's just go into this. Let's just go into this little exercise. I just want you to, you know, close your eyes, go to your place, your space, just the light coming in, beautiful divine light just coming in. It's coming in. And I said, you know, Archangel Michael's beside you. Jesus is on beside you. And I think that's who I called in. I don't believe, I don't know if there's anyone else, but I'm picturing those two again. And that's who I would always call in, by the way, if you want help with clarity, clearing your house, um, anything at all. And so I said, all right, they're with you, and you are this massive force of love. And I said, I want you to imagine, you're going to call out that thing, whatever that is, that darkness that you feel, that heaviness, you're going to call it out, it's going to be in front of you. It's just going to be in front of you. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What is it, you know, what do you know about it? And she was kind of like, oh, I don't know, I'm not really getting anything. I said, all right, Archangel Michael, we call on you now to take your sword and remove the veil in front of her so that she can see clearly. And when I say see, I mean with all your spiritual senses, just with your heart, that she may see clearly. And so he did that, and then all of a sudden she could see it. And she's like, well, it's darker, it's dense, it's heavy, and it's turning into like a tornado. Now, by the way, I'm, I'm getting as close to what I remember her saying or what's coming through now. It's looking like a tornado. I said, okay. And what is that tornado showing? Like she said, it's coming from the ground. It looks like a tornado. Oh, and I said, is that tornado that you see, is that going straight up through your son's room, through his closet? And she took a moment. She said, yes, it's right under it. I said, okay. So what is this tornado? What does it represent? And I think I said a few things. And I, I mean, portal was one of them. And she said, it's a portal. I said, very good. Now, I've, I've experienced these portals before, and I've helped people close them, or, well, shift them. We, close, we, we shift them into a light portal, an angelic portal. So I said, perfect, you're doing wonderful. You know now this is a portal. And I said, what is this a portal of? Is it light? Is it dark? What comes through this portal? And it was dark. I don't remember if, I do believe we brought up draconian energy. Um, I don't remember. I'm just getting that right now. Again, I do these sessions and I don't remember all the pieces. But this was all about her taking her house back, her home back, her family from this darker energy. And so I said, all right, you know what you're dealing with and you're about to realize just how powerful you are. 
And so I said, I want you to imagine you're mustering all the energy. You're bringing it in love and light and your heart's getting so bright. Love and light, you are so full of it. And I said, you put your hands out towards it, like your palms out towards this tornado, aka portal. And I said, you are blasting beams of light into this portal. And I mean, I get tingly hands. I'm doing it right now. I do it with my clients and I'm doing it right now. And I said, you're blasting beams of light into that portal, the highest vibration of light, God's, God's spark light. And then, you know, I said, what color is the light? What, how does it feel? And she was telling me, and she's like, yes, I'm doing it. And, you know, gave her a few moments. And I said, all right, what's happening now to that tornado? She said, it's turning into light and there are stars coming out of it. Stars, and they're just going up and out, stars everywhere. I mean, I was blown away. I said, yes. And I said, you see this, right? This tornado, this portal, all the way to your son's room. It's just this beautiful light, stars going everywhere. And she said, yes. And I said, is there any dark left? And she said, no. I said, okay. Now we're calling in the angels to surround this space and ask, you know, holding hands, singing this space into the highest vibration and continuing that. And, you know, asking her how many, I think she saw six angels. Now I see things as my clients do. We're seeing them at the same time, but my, see, my job is not to tell her what I see. That doesn't help her grow. I'm helping her grow into her power. And so we, the angels were there singing to the higher light. Now we finished and emotional, like she just started just tears coming. It was emotional. And I said, I know you have just released so many souls from this energy and you are going through an energetic shift right now because of what you just did. And I've been through that. It's not a scary, sad, it is a, it is a deep seated wound that you don't even know where this is coming from, these tears. And sometimes it's tears coming from, it's just so loving. So we, you know, finish that time together. Well, the following week we met and she said, oh, before I forget, you know, I want to talk about what's happening in the house. I think she said that. <laughs> I wanted to know. And I said, hey, you know, how's the house doing? She's like, Julia, I can't even, I can't even begin to tell you the shift in my home. I, I, she goes, I can't even tell you. I said, oh, I understand. <laughs> I know what you're experiencing. So her oldest boy, who always felt and sensed scary, this, this darkness, really shitty energy, <laughs> feeling shitty, in the closet area, was lifted. It changed his demeanor. It shifted how he spoke at night. Like at night, he was always sad and wanted to talk to his mom before he went to bed because he was so depressed. That has changed. Um, he also, I don't remember if she said they were in their house or, or driving around in the car, but he said something to the effect of, hey, mom. Now, he doesn't know. We, I don't think he knew we did this. I don't know. I don't think he knew anything we did. Kids, they don't necessarily need to know about that stuff, right? They just don't. We can release it, and they can forget. And so he's like, hey, mom, um, you're not going to believe what's happening. I'm, I'm seeing our house again wrapped up in a green bubble aura. And I used to see that when I was a kid. And now I can see it again. And when she said that, I, I had to pick my jaw up off the floor because I said, do you remember me telling you when we were clearing your home? When you were, not we, you, she was. I told you 
that he was going to begin seeing auras. <laughs> so when she said that, it reminded me of telling her that in our last session, that he even had been affected by this darker energy to shut down his powers, right? They don't want us to know how powerful we are. Hell no, that scares the shit out of them. Because once we know how powerful we are, like she did, clearing her entire home of these beings and changing that portal to a portal of stars, which we all are, right? I so often say we're a star that birthed a million stars. He also has been speaking with his mom about feeling such a connection to others, and he'd never said that before. So I wanted to share that story and thank, I do thank her for allowing me to share it so that you can understand what is truly happening. And you have the power. We all do. To help the darkness transcend. We do not have to hide from it. We don't have to run from it. We have to face it. It is so powerful when you understand that nothing, it is like, if you think about who you are, where you're from, this God spark, divine light, would it make any sense that any of that darkness could ever affect God? No. And once you really tune into that and connect with that. And that's why I'm always saying, call the angels, but don't just call them and then do your same old shit. You can't call the angels, say, help with this and go watch news for 10 hours. They can't shift your vibe if you're staying in that timeline. Angels, help me lift out of this. Help me see past the illusion. Help me understand what's going on. Help me raise above this. Help me step out of fear. I have no time for the news. Zero. That does not help me in any way. Because if things are bad enough, someone's going to tell me. And guess what? I was walking on my riverbank behind my house yesterday. Sure enough, someone down the river, living in a house way down, uh, not way down, my road's only two blocks long, um, you know, was working outside and decided to tell me all the stuff that's happening. I didn't have to go anywhere. And then proceeded to ask me, what political party I'm voting for. And I said, I don't even know anything about any of that. And then I walked off in a, in a, in a sweet way. I said, I don't even know anything about that. Okay, this is about draconian control for a very long time. They are the puppet masters. They are doing things that I... I had to work through my own anger, believe me. I was pissed off when I understood what they were doing and what I saw as hurting humans. They are, it can be even like this. Hey, this person, policeman, we're just going to use that as an example. This policeman is going to go shoot this person because we need to get this energy riled up again over here. Okay, this person is going to go do this so that we can get them all fucked up over here. Puppet masters are keeping you in lower vibration if you are in that. So there are two timelines, fear, love. Now I've heard from people, but I'm scared to death, but no, I'm all about love. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. You want to be, 
I know you love, you got love in you and you want to love, but you, it is moving and shifting into that divine space of love, joy, peace, tranquility. And you will know if you are there by what is coming into your space, whether it's what you attract. I mean, it's everything you attract. The light is winning. But because the dark has control of the media currently, you won't see that. You won't know that. All of the constructs that we have always known as being truthful, legit, here to help us, the medical system, the school systems, banking systems, media, controlled, puppet masters. They are falling away. It will be a beautiful thing. That dimension is dissolving. And they are not going to go without a fight. Lightworkers are uniting all around the world. So many are waking up. So many are understanding exactly what's happening. This is nothing to do with a political race, a virus, all the stuff. It is about the light taking this planet back. And the dark has had control for a very long time. I hope that this helps you somehow move out of fear, hang with the angels. They are the messengers of God. They are the highest vibration. Call on them and tell them, help me shift into your vibration. Not just help me with my life, help me with this. Move into their vibration. And then look at your day. By doing this, does this keep me in angelic vibration or does this keep me in another vibration? What are the triggers that cause fear, anger, resentment, doubt? What are the triggers? Begin eliminating those. And yes, that often means eliminating loved ones from your life. I'm asking the angels to surround you now, to take you out of the chaos, any confusion, to help you see the truth, to feel the peace, the love, tranquility within of that dimension of love. Archangel Michael cut the cords from the past that have kept us in the dark. Release us from that. We want it. We ask for this. We embrace it. We are in angelic space. We are calling it now. Help, angels, help me stay in this space. Sending so much love to you. You are so powerful, honey.
I am standing right by your side. We've got this. <laughs>